And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day helping you win in any marketplace that's our number one goal the consumer quarterback show and our, our, we want to engage enlighten entertain and, and most importantly have you save our number in your phone at some point you're going to need it 813-670-7372 you used to call me on my cell phone give us a call or a text to that number we're going to make sure we help you win 813-670-7372 80 categories of show content here where we talk about all types of different areas of real estate and business and finance and health and nutrition and marketing lots of ways that we can help you here we got 80 plus show partners now on the consumer quarterback show and big announcement too we're moving to am 860 the answer this is a large uh, station at salem communications flagship station uh, we're moving on the 26th of september it's also home of gator football and gator basketball so it's a big audience that we're going to have uh, over there as well so we're real excited about that four o'clock drive time uh, so just one hour earlier and uh, we also have a great event coming up to help our veterans we're going to talk about that uh, here in a moment but let's talk to our expert contributors here in studio today uh, we've got stephanie rosario in the house frank charles miranda law running more of the title company side of the business welcome in hi brandon how are you i'm doing wonderful and yourself good doing good yeah so when it comes to the title closings what's happening over there you guys stand busy uh we are absolutely staying awesome. busy with all the refinances we have going on um the rates you know dropping so we've got everybody trying to do refinancing yeah so. Good times. Yeah. The economy's rocking and rolling. we got attorney Lauren Frieder in the house as well, Frank Charles Miranda Law. Welcome back. Thank you so much, Brynn. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, awesome. So we got a good lineup today. What do you, what do you want to talk about today? I've got a lot to talk about, as always. Um, so <laughs> I was thinking about some different ideas from when I've been on, I think it was a Friday show with you guys. Um, we talked a lot about pro se representation. Mm -hmm. So since nobody takes my advice, typically when I say don't ever represent yourself in court, yeah. I thought maybe it would be nice to give some tips of uh, things to do if you decide to represent yourself in court and some tips of things not to do. Also thought since obviously this show is really for the consumers, just talking about just some general differences between deeds. So you know okay. what you're getting when you buy. I love it. I love it. Educating our consumer. That's what we're all about here yes. on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And this segment is brought to you by the Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check out the Bill Maher Beach Resort on beautiful Treasure Island uh, right on Gulf Boulevard. And it's a great hotel. I love going to visit over there. Uh, the staff is super friendly. The property has been completely renovated and updated. Uh, Bill Maher Beach Resort, you got two pools on site, Sloppy Joe's Restaurant and Beach Bar right there on site. And it's a great place to hang out. There's a lot to do in the area as well. Uh, lots of fun to be had at Treasure Island. Uh, check out the Bill Maher Beach Resort. Book directly as well. Don't book online at some of those search engines. If you want to book directly, give them a call. Let them know that the real estate quarterback sent you and take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. And we're putting on an event for the veterans. Attention veterans, first responders, active military, seniors. Uh, we're hosting an event on September 12th, Thursday, September 12th, 6 to 9 p.m. at the American 
American Legion Post 5 at 3810 West Kennedy Boulevard in Tampa, right there at Kennedy Del Mabry, uh, the intersection there uh, just to the west. Veterans and Heroes Real Estate Success Summit. Captain Matt Bruce, Brandon Rimes, and the Consumer Quarterback Show present a night to give back. Uh, the best in the business give you all that you didn't know, but you need to know. Uh, regarding credit, finance, estate planning, real estate benefits, mortgage, insurance, and much more, and we're all doing it. We're doing it all for our veterans. we got catered food from Amici's Cater Cuisine. Attorney Joe Pippen's going to be talking about estate planning and probate avoidance. Uh, William Crowley, the credit magician, is going to be there. Uh, Diane Vance from Air- Fairway, Independent Mortgage, myself, our whole team. It's going to be a great time, so come out and join us on September 12th, 6 to 9 p.m., and it's going to be at American Legion Post 5 right there in beautiful South Tampa. All right, we're back here in studio. Let's jump right into it. Uh, we got Stephanie Rosario here uh, in studio. Let's let's start. Um, Stephanie, want to talk about the you know the uptick in the title side? So you've got real estate benefits happen, or people making real estate deals happen. The mortgage rates hit a low, so it's causing an influx. And I think so many people, when it comes to choosing a closing agent, they don't really understand what that process is that they can actually close with an attorney. Yeah, I think. Um Closing with an attorney, you know, in a, a real estate attorney's office, there's, you know, so many benefits. Um, if something, you know, anything were to happen, um, for instance, if a seller decides, oh, you know, we decided not to sell our house yep. and we want to cancel the deal. Um, you, if you're closing at an attorney's office, you have an attorney right there in the office that can immediately file something to, to help the buyer because obviously the buyer still wants to continue forward to mm-hmm. purchase the home. Right. Um, you know, if you're closing at a, a title company, there's they're going to have to go out and find an attorney to get all that stuff situated. So um, just, you know, there's people out there. I had somebody yesterday um, talking about fees. Oh, well, because if I do close an attorney's office, I feel like the fees are going to be so much more mm-hmm. than just closing at a title company. But honestly, it's not true. I went and did research. I started calling um, title companies and just asking for fees. I started calling other um, attorney's office asking for fees. And believe it or not, here in the Tampa Bay area, we are right in there with our closing fees. I mean, we don't have a bunch of junk fees. Right. So um, I just, you know, fees and we, we don't overcharge because we are a real estate firm. We don't overcharge. Yeah. And I can promise you that. So. Yeah. I like that. What What would be an example? Can you give us an example of a junk fee that you might look for? Um, there's some junk fees. Um, Maybe something, you know, it reminds me of like document storage fee or, uh, you know. um, A document storage fee, a processing fee for a title company. mm -hmm. Um, It's just. Courier fee, maybe. Yeah. um, You know, we have, we have two fees. We Mm -hmm. have a settlement fee Mm -hmm. and we have a wire FedEx fee. Okay. That's it. Those are the only fees that we have. So, you know, we don't have a bunch of processing fees or document storage fees or, um, you know, attorney's fees. We don't have that. But yet you have an attorney right there in the office at your fingertips. Speaking of so. wires, you know, there's there's an uptick in wire fraud lately. Yes, there is. And we have, um, we're, we're trying to... In our emails, when you get an email from us, we tell you, you know, 
we don't send wire instructions out twice. So mm. you get the wire instructions from us one time. Mm. And we do explain to everybody, please call us before sending out a wire. I don't care if the wire is for a $1,000 escrow deposit or a million dollars when it's time to close. Yeah. You've got to call us to verify our wiring instructions. Do not just send a wire. Yeah, that's super important. All right, let's bring uh, Lauren into the conversation. Attorney Lauren Frieder here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So, yeah, a lot of people are, you know, they're in a position, I think they feel sometimes like their back's against the wall. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, I'm just going to I'm gonna do this pro se. They try to sell them how, their house on their sell, by themselves, and they make mistakes there and leave a lot of money on the table. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. You're going to offer some tips for people that do have that position where they have to, they're, they're in that position for whatever reason. Well, if you're in the position where you want to, excuse me, represent yourself, you chose it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I do actually just want to segue a little bit from what something Stephanie said about, you know, the benefit of having attorneys when you're doing a closing. Sure. Um, When Stephanie was talking about some of the stuff, one of the huge benefits is, is if you do have a seller trying to back out and they're saying, hey, you know, we're going to send over a cancellation. If you're at our law firm and you're going through your closing process with us, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to file a lawsuit for specific performance mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. because just one side backing out of the uh, deal doesn't mean it's it's done. It takes two signatures, the buyer and the seller, to agree on canceling the contract. Right. So with property... Um, Property is a very unique aspect. So it's great because the courts allow you to have this cause of action called specific performance, which can force the sellers to comply with the terms of the contract instead of going for monetary damages. Maybe you don't want your deposit back. Uh, You really wanted this house. It's a unique piece of property. So with that said, you know, as we're talking about some tips and advice, you know, is is going into court. Um, Unfortunately, people do this all the time. So I thought, you know, why not help them? Um, I like that idea. Let me stay on the specific. <laughs> okay. Can, let's stay. Let's stay on the specific performance. So you're. So for example, if you're selling a real estate property, the buyer gets to the day before closing or the day of closing, and they say all of a sudden, uh, we're not going to close. We're, we just decided not to close. We want our money back. Okay. The realtors get the phone call. You have to deal with that. You talk to the broker or the company, and then uh, you can't come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. Sellers have the right to uh, sue for specific performance. Yes, and so do the buyers as well. Okay. Both sides have that absolute. Right. Because it's a unique piece of property. You know, um, I spend a lot of time trying to keep, you know, my goal, obviously, we are litigation attorneys. So Mm -hmm. when I say I'm in court every day, that doesn't mean we needed to end up there. If people made the right decisions ahead of time, they did their due diligence like we've spoken about before. If they just communicated, a lot of things could be worked out without court intervention. Right. Luckily, though, there is, you know, the courts, they're, they're there for you. And there's a reason behind it. So when we're thinking about specific performance, that happens when people aren't, you know, saying, okay, you know what, I guess I'll just go and look at another piece of property or the buyer, um, excuse me, the seller's like, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and just relist it. Yeah. If they're gung-ho on it, it doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. Remember, the court system is long, yeah. um, but there is an opportunity there to, you know, obviously make yourself whole again. If that yeah. is what you were looking to do and get that piece of property, you sell it or buy it. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I want to ask you a little bit more about that when we come back and okay. also more from uh, Stephanie Rosario here in studio today representing Frank Charles Miranda Law and uh, more from our expert contributor attorney Lauren Frieder here in studio 
Frank Charles Miranda Law. And uh, when we come back, we're going to jump into that. We have a feel-good story of the day. Over 100 countries voted to ban the trade on endangered otters. Right here, stay with us on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, national syndicated radio and TV show. We are looking for local area business expert contributors for our show. If you'd like to be considered, reach out at ConsumerQB.com, submit a form at ConsumerQB.com, or call 813-670-7372. We're interviewing for expert contributors for our program, 813-670-7372. Brandon Rhymes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to our Consumer Advocate Hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. Welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here. ConsumerQB.com is your website, your number one resource for all things real estate, credit, finance, estate, and tax planning. Over 80 categories of consumer advocate advice at Consumer. QB.com. We can put you in touch with all of our expert contributors, uh, any of our expert contributors that you uh, have an interest in. We would love to hear from you. Uh, 813-670-7372. That's our consumer advocate hotline number as well. Give us a call. Shoot us an email through the website, and uh, we'd love to connect with you there. Uh, 861 Mandalay Avenue in Clearwater Beach, on Clearwater Beach. This is a beautiful property. Uh, We've uh, got some professional photography we're going to add to the show next time, but we've got uh, 200 steps, and you're right on the soft sands of Clearwater Beach. It's a great neighborhood to be in as well. Uh, You've got uh, local celebrities living in the neighborhood, and it's a great opportunity to live in beautiful Tampa Bay. Also, 1645 Parker Boulevard in Odessa. This is an estate style, just a gorgeous home, pool home, screened in pool, three car garage, and you've got bay access, uh, lake access rather, uh, four bedroom, three bath property, open floor plan, gorgeous home. We've got professional photography coming on that next week uh, from Fabray Frameworks. $509,000 is the list price for that beautiful property in Odessa, Florida. Check out all of our property listings at platinummvpteam.com. All right, so we're uh, we're talking with attorney Lauren Frieder here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. She's representing Frank Charles Miranda Law, and we talked about uh, specific performance. So I wanted to ask you, in a real estate transaction, you know, the deal's supposed to close, the seller's hoping to be made whole, you know, get their money. Uh, when you have to file a lawsuit, what kind of time frame are you looking at? <laughs> Those are always the hardest questions. Yeah. Um, you know, there's really no straight answer for that. <clears throat> Everything mm-hmm. the law really is 
there's no black and white really for too many areas in the law. And as far as the timeline goes, I'll speak just a little bit to Hillsborough courts. Um, they're clogged. There's a lot of lawsuits. I was yeah. trying to look the other day to get a hearing scheduled for a motion for summary judgment before I have a big uh, fraudulent transfer trial coming up. I can't get a hearing date with the judge until after the trial, technically. Wow. So just... It could be, if you're lucky, you know, if it settles, you know, maybe sometimes just filing the lawsuit will be enough to put pressure on the other side. Yes. Um, it, it's There's so many variables when you're talking about the court and law. It depends on the judge's docket. It depends if you're in county court, circuit court, um, how quickly things might progress. So it mm-hmm. could be anywhere... She's like I said, it's a hard question. Know. A few yeah. months, it could be years. Yeah. Um, then you got to think about appeals. Mm-hmm. I mean, things can go on and on forever. Mm. That's why I said, if you can work it out ahead of time, please do. Is that how you hear? A lot of times you hear, oh, well, that company has so much money, they can file these appeals and appeals and literally just drag it out forever. Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly what they're doing. And yeah. um, especially a lot of times with insurance companies. Mm. You know, obviously, they're, we hear about insurance, we think they're here to help us. And they are to an extent, but they're also here to you know make money. They're a business. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They sit on the money instead of necessarily paying it out to a claimant who deserves it. Right. Um, and when they're done sitting on the money and making enough money off of it, they might give you it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they're going to keep holding on to it. I mean, the insurance companies are always watching everything. They know more, more than you'd ever assume that right. they would. So they know what lawyers are going to go to court. They know which lawyers are going to take it into an appeal. If you're if you're represented by an attorney that has never gone to court and you're asking an insurance company for some money, good luck with that. The deals, the offers will be terrible. Yeah. So they track everything. And guess yeah. what? I track it, too. So yeah. you, uh, you, and you remember it. Um, but. It's a it's a hard question to answer. Yeah. There's a lot of strategy and chess playing that goes into the into sure. the court system. Yeah. So that's interesting. You know, you mentioned chess. I I, I watch um, Anthony Bourdain. You know mm-hmm. his his show where he travels the world. It's kind of cool to see the different cultures. But one of the cultures they they teach it. I think a couple of the cultures they teach it in school. You know, it's actually a class chess. That would be great. Yeah. I don't know how to play. It. Yeah, that's pretty I cool. Played well, a board, I guess. I played a little bit. Yeah, back in the day, but not like some of these guys. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into it. So we're talking about ways that if you are in a pro se situation and you decide, hey, I'm going to go and represent myself, uh, Lauren is nice enough to offer some tips here. So uh, we appreciate you doing that. Absolutely. Well, my first one would be never, ever, ever, ever be late to court. Right. Be early. Um, you're going in front of a judge. If the judge wants to be late, that's fine. But oftentimes the judge is actually early. Yep. And, you know, when you're walking into a courthouse, if you've never been there before, you have to deal with security. Yep. Um, you have to figure out what floor, what area am I going to? You got to check in with the bailiff. You want to be prepared. You don't want to be rushing. And you definitely do not want to be late. It's a yeah. sign of disrespect. Yes. I always make the joke, if you want to know when I'll be in time, it's for court. And that means I'm there early. Yeah. Other than that, I might be terrible at keeping timelines. Um, you got to plan. You know, plan for an accident. Oh, mm-hmm. that you can't. Yeah, that excuse doesn't matter. It does them. not. You got to plan for parking. You got to go up to the top of the garage and walk all the way down. You got to make those plans, especially if you're going downtown. Absolutely. And parking and then walking in the heat. You don't want to walk in the courtroom all sweaty and gross. And nobody's going to listen to what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, give yourself a chance to just calm down and take a minute. Absolutely. Um, Another tip I have is, once again, never, ever interrupt the judge. Mm -hmm. Um, When the judge starts talking, shut up. You know, I don't know how else to say it. There is nothing more disrespectful than cutting off a judge. It's, It's not a debate. It's not an argument with the judge. They're doing their job. And you have to realize, you know, these judges, they have... Some of them have, you know, in like the family law divisions, they might have 800 cases. Wow. So 
there's it's one after another and, and if you catch them in a bad moment because the person before was acting like an idiot mm-hmm. and now you're acting like an idiot yep. they're not going to hear the merits of your case right which kind of brings me to another uh point is um do not expect the judge or opposing counsel to teach you the law. Right. Um, that is why it's called the practice of law and not the study of law. When we think about like the study of medicine, mm-hmm. um, pro se people are absolutely expected to know all the same rules that the lawyers are. Now, there's a little caveat to that. Um, unfortunately, sometimes I get stuck in small claims court because in Florida, if you are a corporation, an LLC, an entity, you must be represented by an attorney. You cannot represent yourself pro se. Mm. So in small claims court, it's a little more relaxed with the rules of procedure. So you might have a judge kind of helping you along a little bit, but they can't do that. There's a, there's a fine line be, because what happens then is they're not be remaining unbiased. Mm. And you can't, they cannot offer advice. And I'm definitely not going to give advice to the pro se person that's going against my client who has to pay this. Yeah. So don't be asking me how you do something. Yeah. Uh, which means you need to know the rules. Yeah. And the rules are really complicated and hard. Uh, that's why there's attorneys out there. Uh, there's so many rules, it's ridiculous. And I always like to try to explain it You know, when I've taught law students before. It's like a funnel. So you're starting at the top, literally like the United States Constitution. And then depending from there, you need to know what area you're going to be looking at. So is this going to be a claim that's in state, uh, federal court? And what state are we talking about? Sometimes if it's in it's in federal court, the state rules are still going to apply, depending on what kind of claim you brought. So which set do you follow? Is this a civil suit? Is it criminal? Completely different sets of rules. So if we're just, you know, going with civil suits for this example. Now you need to know the Florida rules of civil procedure. You need mm. to know what the rules are that govern you. Know, how do, what my timelines are. What do I need to do? To, when do I need to file this complaint or the answer by um, a motion for summary judgment? What does that entail? Mm-hmm. Which brings it to the, then the next point. The rules of evidence. How do I prove my case? How do I get in what I want to show the judge the right way? And the rules of evidence are very tricky. Mm. You, They are they're a small little book, but they're probably the hardest ones to learn for a lot of attorneys. Um, so how do you uh, prove your claim or defend it? Then you also need to be thinking about the rules of the county or the circuit court that you're in because these are these are local rules. And each county has their own different local set of rules. Mm-hmm. County versus circuit court. They have completely different rules. So if you're looking at Hillsborough courts, circuit court is going to be different than the county court rules, which is another funnel then again, is you've got then what I call the local local rules which is the judges rules and procedures and you better follow those yeah i mean so you've got so many rules to follow you've got to know them and so my tip for uh, people that are going pro se the most important rules besides knowing what kind of claim you're going to be bringing or defending is to really know what the local local rules are the judges procedures mm. and all you have to do once again is that thing called google is type the judge's name in into the Google search bar and put procedures and preferences, and it's going to come up at the top of the search engine. Lisa does for me, maybe because I'm always looking them up ahead of time. And they're going to literally show you, hey, when you come into my courtroom, this is what I expect. If you want to set a hearing, this is how you do it. If the hearing's for 15 minutes, you go about it this way. So, you know, do your preparation ahead of time because you don't want to have what we call a judicial assistant, which is the judge's assistant, like I'm, I have a paralegal, guess who's get, you know dealing with all this stuff? 
the judicial assistant or the JA is how I would commonly refer to the JA upset with you before you even make it in the courtroom because that JA is talking with the judge saying hey this pro se person isn't following the rules they're calling my phone at the office you know sending me emails when they're supposed to do it through this system and it's very frustrating wow. because like I said you have hundreds and hundreds of cases so these, yep. there's a reason that there's rules and procedures put in place it's to follow them yeah yeah, that's true. Uh, there, there. I got an interesting call this week. Uh, there's a gentleman that has land. He says that there's an HOA slash land trust that's trying to take it from him, and it's something of the point where he was actually maintaining the land for a number of years, mm-hmm. et cetera. Don't answer it yet. When we come back on the other side of the break, we're going we're gonna to answer that question for our listeners. So if you have land and you're maintaining that land, can they take that from you? Can they take that land from you? That's his question, and he's got something going on. So. Uh, interesting content here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, legal analyst Lauren Frieder in the house. Uh, she's an attorney here in Tampa Bay with Frank Charles Miranda Law. Also, Stephanie Rosario here as well, representing representing the uh, title insurance side. And when we come back, we have our feel-good story of the day. Over 100 countries voted to ban the trade in endangered otters. Stay with us right here. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to live the life you want to live, live it fully, and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at consumerqb.com. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram and Twitter, the Consumer Quarterback Show page on Facebook, and link up on LinkedIn with us. We'd love to connect. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Replenish IV Solutions. Say hello to Steve and Lisa Gunnan at Replenish IV Solutions. And it's a great opportunity to go in and get some vitamins and minerals and, and all the good stuff injected right into your bloodstream. Replenish IV Solutions. Uh, I go at least once a month and have it uh, done, and it's a great time kind of get that proverbial oil change so to speak and go in and just you're feeling good you're you know you're doing something positive for your body and it's absorbed faster and better into the bloodstream than it is when you're taking vitamins and you know things orally that's got to go through your digestive tract a replenish iv solutions located on gandy boulevard in south tampa and they also have a location off of bears in north dale mabry shout out to replenish iv solutions steve and lisa gunnan let another real estate quarterback uh sent you all right we're back here in studio we got legal analyst in studio lauren frieder here frank charles miranda law stephanie rosario as well here in studio i want to let you know about a hot listing that we just took uh here we got a couple of hot properties here uh this property is 2053 heartland circle in valrico uh this is a property that was just listed and it is a gorgeous opportunity to own a property here in tampa bay four bedrooms three bath home with a large garage and a great community that offers great proximity to uh, schools shopping parks and much more uh, we also have a 
property here at 5822 Schooner Way in Tampa. This one's in that Bayport town and country part of Tampa. And it's a gorgeous waterfront home with direct access out into the bay. You got direct access to Bahama Breeze, that uh, Whiskey Joe's, all those Rusty Pelican, all those restaurants there. Uh, But it's a beautiful pool home, completely renovated on the inside. And it's just a gorgeous opportunity here in Tampa Bay. I want to say it's around the $600,000 price point. 5822 Schooner Way in Tampa. Check out all of our real estate properties at PlatinumMVPTeam.com. And don't forget our veterans event coming up on uh, the 12th, September 12th, 6 to 9 p.m. at the American Legion Post Number 5. Right on Kennedy Boulevard in South Tampa, it's a an opportunity to salute our veterans and heroes. It's a real estate success summit. Captain Matt Bruce is going to be in the house, nationally syndicated show host, 180 markets. Uh, we got a great team from the Platinum MVP team going to be there as well. Fairway Independent Mortgage, Diane Vance, William Crowley, the credit magician, attorney Joe Pippen as well. And going to be talking to our, our seniors. we got Patrick Highland coming as well, uh, insurance expert. It's going to be a great time. Come out and check us out on September 12th. 6 to 9 p.m. Catered food from Amici's Catered Cuisine. All right, we're back here in the studio. We're going to help you win. That's our goal. Uh, so we're having a, a great conversation here uh, with our legal analyst uh, attorney, Lauren Frieder, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, uh, Frank Charles Miranda Law. So, yeah, we, so we posed that question to you. We had a, a gentleman contact us this week. He tells me that he's got an HOA, but it's actually a trust that is a governing body, and they are going to take his land. They, he's been maintaining the land over a number of years, uh, but come Sunday, they're going to have trucks uh, coming in there, bulldozers removing trees, and uh, he was you know, wanting to try to save his land. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's his land. you got to get surveys and all that, but it's a complex issue, right? It's a really complex issue. Um, without more facts, we cannot give a simple answer to this, mm-hmm. but understandably, you know, when I hear the word HOA, the first thing I want to know is well, what their rules are, yep. because maybe they just automatically have the right, um, you know, when you're talking about these have this land, um, and he wants to save it and trying to get something done right away, the first things that are coming to my mind is, was this adverse possession, but if he's owned the land, perhaps not, um, there's a color of title claim, but, you know, he's got something happening, I guess, on Sunday then, if they're trying to come and bulldoze in. So yeah. if he's looking to hopefully be able to stop that until he can see if there is any ability to be able to keep his land. Because, you know, if, if there's an easement that is needed and um, by necessity, it's gonna, it's probably going to get granted. Yeah. Um, there's all these different types of easements. And without knowing what the survey says, I, I would want to see you know, does the easement run with the land? Did it end with the last own, title owner? There's just so many different variables that go into this. But um, perhaps the suggestion would be, because he is times of the essence, mm-hmm. uh, to file something what we call, you know, an emergency motion for temporary injunctive relief. Mm. And what that would allow, if granted, would say, hey... Um, we can't get in front of a uh, judge quick enough because, as you heard me say earlier, the judge's dockets are booked for months. Yeah. So you have a judge, and I'll just speak to Hillsborough County, that is what we call an emergency duty judge. There's always going to be a judge on duty 24 hours a day. So when I file a motion, if I cl- click the emergency box, and I'm also going to title my motion emergency motion for whatever relief I'm looking for, that emergency judge is going to look at it automatically. They are going to decide if it's deemed an emergency or not. Now, if the judge says, yes, this is is an emergency, I'm going to go ahead and grant temporary relief until we can get this heard as soon as possible in front of 
whatever judge will actually be assigned to that case. Now, if the emergency judge looks at the motion that you're saying is an emergency and says, you know what, this is not really rise to the level of an emergency, mm-hmm. you got to wait to set it on the whoever the judge is that's assigned to your case's docket. So um, I've had a ton of luck in getting my emergency motions granted because as we deal with a lot of things at our law firm, time is of the essence. Yeah. So you need to have an attorney that knows the language that needs to be brought into a motion for temporary injunctive relief and knows how to meet the standards to show the irreparable harm that will occur, the likelihood that the person that's asking for this relief is going to succeed on the merits, that it's not going to disfavor um, hurt uh, public policy, because mm-hmm. we always want to protect the people. Um, so it's a balancing test. It's a balancing game. But you really do need an attorney. This is when I definitely would recommend an attorney, yeah. not, and not for a say whatsoever, um, to you know know how to use the right language to get an emergency motion granted. And a lot of times, in emergency motions that I've had granted, you might have to put up a bond, and then that would just depend on the amount. Now, I'm always asking for like hundred dollar bond, um, but I've seen some big bonds that have had to be posted to stop. You know, if we're, if we're asking for somebody to stop what they're going to do now. We're starting to get into due process violations. We have to yeah. be very careful. The courts are extremely wow. careful. They would much rather see the damage or the injury occur than halting it because then that's potential damage. It's harder to measure. So, yeah, that's challenge. Um, it's yes, definitely needs challenge. an attorney on that that issue. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, we'll keep moving. If you just joined us, Brandon Rhymes here. I'm your host of the show. Uh, we have uh, a legal analyst, Laura Frieder, in the house here uh, in Tampa Bay. Uh, Stephanie Rosario as well. Did you want to add something, Stephanie? I thought um, I felt like I, you were going to add something. <laughs> I just wanted to say, you know, it seems though we're focusing on professionals. Hire a professional. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to sell your house, hire a real estate agent. Yes. Hire a realtor. That's what they do for a living. Right. I mean, they're going to get the the best for you. If you're buying a house, hire a real estate agent. You know, costs um, you nothing on the buy side. It, right, exactly. Yep. But I mean, even though it does cost the seller to hire a realtor, it, it, you're you're going to get more for the buck. I mean, right. you're, you always are going to need something. You, you need someone that understands the sales contract. You mm-hmm. know, if you're a seller, you that's not what you do for a profession. Yep. So hire somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, that just going along with, you know, if you need uh, an attorney, I mean, hire an attorney. Don't try to do things for yourself. Yeah. There's people out there that are trying to prepare their own deeds, prepare yeah. their own mortgages, their own wills, trust. Wow. Uh, don't do it yourself. Yeah. I mean. It's dangerous. It is. And, and on the real estate side, I know that for a fact, there's stats that show for sell by owners sell. I think if the average is uh, 12% less than they could have sold with a realtor. Exactly. You know, based on comps, just simple yeah. comps and negotiation, legal. You know, you're putting yourself in a risk position. Yes. And I mean, there's somebody the other day that needed a um, an addendum done to this contract they prepared by their self. Mm. It's just, you know, who's going to prepare the addendum? They yeah. don't, the, the sellers don't even know where to start to wow. pair an addendum. Yeah. So it's What just, a challenge. Yeah. That's frustrating. <laughs> frustrating for all involved. All right. So um, let's see. We're going to talk about the different types of deeds, too, I think. Is that where we wanted to go next, Lauren? Yeah. You know, and I also really like what Stephanie was talking about, about, you know, hiring a professional. It really goes to my legal advice uh, earlier about if you're going to decide to go pro se, but... 
do not draft, please, your own deeds and your own legal documents. You know, in the court of law, especially if you're going to go pro se then in the court, Mm -hmm. you drafted something and now you're coming and saying, hey, please enforce this. It's just a rule in court that, you know, the court is not going to rewrite the terms of a contract. If if They look to the language of the paper to decide the intent. They're not going to start guessing, did you mean this by this word or that by this word? Mm -hmm. Um, And we always look to see who authored the document, and Mm -hmm. it's going to be more, they're not going to look more favorably at the person that drafted the document because they're going to say, hey, you wrote this. You weighed each word with exactness, and now you're coming to me and you're asking me, you know, for redress on something that you decided, uh-uh. So have a professional do it. Uh, please, you know, the th- big thing I've seen lately, and, and this is what happens, is this is why people end up coming to us and spending money, is they try to save money up front, and they try to draft, you know, indeed, think about this. If you're a grantee, you're the person taking the land, and you drafted your own deed, what do you think an underwriter is going to say to that? They're going to look at you, they're going to frown. I mean, it just looks so bad, because how do we know that you didn't add something to this because it's your interest that you're saying, hey, I took this, you know, mm-hmm. this is mine, I, I claim, but I'm not, and you prepared it. You know, and a lot of people, when they're preparing their own deeds, they look at the tax collector for the legal description. Mm. There's not a full legal description there. Mm. So, you know, Stephanie is absolutely correct. There are professionals when you're dealing with stuff. You as a realtor, you as a professional title closer, yep. you want to draft and will please do not my gosh draft, do not draft it yourself don't draft your own deeds yeah yeah it's little mistakes that people can make like the marital status yeah that's huge leaving that off you have to have that on there yeah. you know and so when it comes to court and i've got you know clients that have you know drafted their own deeds and something like this is so defective you know obviously you can do it it's not illegal but unless you know what you're doing i really highly recommend against it yeah yeah, it's a challenge when you look at that. And I think the reason why people do it is just their backs against the wall. They don't have the money. They they don't want to borrow money from yeah. someone. It's you know it's a situation where it's sad. Uh, but that's that's why I appreciate you doing that for the first segment in case there are some folks out there talking about the pro se. Yeah. You know, a lot of it can be found online if you have the time to research and you have the time to do that. Uh, you know, you can come up with a pretty good guesstimate. But then again, you're you're walking into a courtroom yeah. guessing that judge is going to eat you up. There's always guesses in court. Nothing is ever promised. And I really want everybody to understand that you might have the best case in the world and you're still lose. Yeah. It's it's a gamble. I mean this the stakes in winning in court you might have better odds of gambling if you go down the casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, when we come back more from our expert contributors, we're going to jump into our lightning round as well and our feel good story of the day. Stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback show. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. Platinum MV. 
rvprealty.net. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at consumerqb.com. Just submit an email form at consumerqb.com or give us a call or text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deals. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here. I'm your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in any marketplace, helping you win in your real estate deals. We have a, a really unique opportunity to feature real estate listings live on air on our daily show, helping our sellers maximize the exposure on the sale of their real estate properties. And we'll jump into that in a moment. More from our uh, legal analyst, Lauren Frieder, here in studio attorney, Lauren Frieder, Stephanie Rosario as well, coming up in our lightning round. And we have our feel-good story of the day as well. Uh, this segment is brought to you by the Lucky Dill Restaurant, the official restaurant partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, the Lucky Dill. they got a deli, New York City bar, Brooklyn Bakery. They do catering and banquets as well. And it's home of the sandwich that ate Brooklyn. The food is amazing. Uh, 4606 West Boy Scout Boulevard in Tampa, right across the street from the mall. And it's LuckyDillDeli.com. Also have a location in Palm Harbor. Reach out to the Lucky Dill. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you and take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. And uh, we got a couple of hot listings here. I want to let you know about this Boy Scout Road property I'd listed uh, a week or two ago. This one is on Burrell Road and Boy Scout Road. Now, this property, it's $2.498 million. It's two custom estate-style home sites, waterfront on a lake. So you got lakefront acreage. You don't find that very often here, especially in Tampa Bay, beautiful town of Odessa, Florida, right here. So it's Tarpon Springs Road, Boy Scout Road, and Burrell Road. Check out PlatinumMVPTeam.com for all of our real estate listings. All right, our feel-good story of the day coming at you. All right, so more than 100 countries voted Sunday to ban the trade in the smooth-coated otter, of the smooth-coated otter, uh, placing it on the uh, site's most endangered endangered list. Uh, the proposal was adopted by the Convention at the International Trade of Endangered Species uh, meeting in Geneva. Ecologists say it is vital for the survival of the species, which has seen numbers in the wild plummet by at least 30% in the past 30 years. A decline has been accelerated with the fad in Japan of owning otters as pets. Uh, the smooth-coated otter and the Asian small-clawed otter are also listed as threatened under Sites Appendix 2 in India, Nepal, Bangladesh, Philippines as well, which would mean a full international trade ban. So over 100 countries voted to ban uh, that trade in the endangered otter. So pretty cool. I saw one of those guys jump up at our lake in the backyard one day. It was pretty cool. I don't know if it's an otter in Florida or if it's a, what do they call it, but I think it was a little little otter poking up. Pretty cool. Aww. And I've only seen it one time. We've been in all 
almost six months now. You see oh. gators back there, all types of birds and wildlife. But first time seeing one of those little guys, he popped up, looked up, and then jumped back in the water. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. All right, so let's jump right into it. We got um, Attorney Lauren Frieder here, Stephanie Rosario representing Frank Charles Miranda Law, FCMLaw.com, I believe is the website, FrankCharlesMirandaLaw.com. So, and uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, we covered some great stuff, how to cover, how to, you know, represent yourself if you are pro se, some great tips in the show. Now, I think a lot of times when it comes down to the landlord and the tenant, there's a lot of questions and, you know, miscommunications there. And I hear it a lot of times, well, you know, I moved out, I cleaned it great, I did it, I even got a carpet cleaner, but they still kept my deposit, they said I had paint, you know, on the wall, they had to repaint the wall, they kept my deposit anyways. Well, actually, that's a really good thing. We do a lot of landlord-tenant law, so um, hearing that, first of all, when you do move out, you need to make sure that you follow your lease that shows how do I give notice regarding who sends you. So what your landlord should do is they're going to send you a letter of notice of intent to impose a lien or money to keep your security deposit and so much more that you might have to owe more money. And they have certain timelines to do that by, but only if you provide them notice as to where you're moving. Mm. Um, Because obviously you're entitled to have your deposit back less any damage, you know, uh, beyond reasonable like wear and tear that should be you know, deducted out uh, because a lot of these times the landlords are yeah they're just going to take your money and they're going to be like well I'm keeping your deposit so of course you know document everything with your cleaning your house uh, to move out take pictures do a great job but please also follow your lease and it says you know wh- whether it says to send your notice uh, within 60 days or 30 days uh, about where you're going to be moving to so they know how where to send that letter to you um, t- if they want to impose um, you know claim on your security deposit because you have rights and under Florida statute it's actually a really easy statute for pro se people and that's when I see what most pro se people is actually in landlord tenant mm. um, eviction processes and, and also evictions and damages because the landlord wants their money so that's going to be count two count one is going to be claim for eviction and count two is going to be claim for damages um, it's Florida statute chapter 83 and it really is one of those beautiful statues that I can say there's not a lot of ambiguity in it. It reads as exactly the way it needs to. It makes it very clear for the tenants and the landlord, of course, of how they should, you know, be dealing with a landlord-tenant relationship and the rules that apply and govern. Of course, your lease is going to dictate, but sometimes there's things in leases that, you know, a court's not going to uphold. So they're going to then look to Florida statute, which also includes reasonable attorney fees and costs for the prevailing party. Mm. So as a tenant, you know, something that I do see is I see landlords that don't care once they've rented the property. You know, you know, there's a problem in the house. You've got mold living, mold living in the house with you, yeah. a broken AC, and the tenant's like, what do I do? Like, I, I don't want to live in this. I can't get a hold of my landlord. Well, chapter Florida statute, chapter 83, is going to tell you exactly what to do. Mm. But first, I'm going to say you're going to want to look at your lease, and it's going to tell you how you give proper notice to your landlord when you're dealing with stuff like this. Um, so... The one thing you're going to do if you have an issue and they're not curing it, you know, you want to document each time you've, of course, attempted to mm. communicate with the landlord. Put it in writing. Don't yes. just call. Put it in all in writing, please. And then if, if they're really not being responsive, um, you need to do what we call a seven-day notice to cure, mm. which means you're going to send them a certified letter. You're also probably going to hand-deliver it. Remember, go back to your lease to see. But the seven-day notice to uh, cure, to comply you yeah. know, with certain conditions, there's actually right there in Florida Statute, Chapter 83, is going to tell you kind of what to put in there. Yeah. And then you insert what the problem is. So you're basically giving the 
the landlord official notice to cure this problem. So then what happens in seven days, pretend they don't cure it and fix it. You've got a few decisions to make. You can bounce, you can move out, and don't pay that rent. In my opinion, don't don't do it because I've actually sued for constructive eviction myself. I've been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you move out, and that's what we call constructive eviction. Or if you're going to stay because you don't know where you're going to go, you need to pay your rent. You must pay your rent. Deposit it into the court registry. Mm. Let the courts decide. Because your landlord, if you aren't paying your rent and you stay there, and I see it all the time with tenants, they might actually have had a really good claim. But guess what? It doesn't matter because they didn't pay the rent. So they're sitting there complaining. No, their AC didn't work. You hear all the boohoo stories. You don't know which one's true from not. And the judge doesn't know either because guess what? That's what they hear all day, too. Yes. So... Um, that's exactly what you need to do. You need to follow Florida Statute Chapter 83. I see plenty of tenants going to court pro se. That's actually fine. Just please read the statute. Yeah, it makes a lot of <laughs> sense. And, and, you know, document everything. Um, you know, deposit that money with the court. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like an escrow company yeah. holding the deposit. Yeah, absolutely. The court registry, they will hold on to it. And whatever happens in the case, they're going to release the funds to whether the landlord, the tenant. And, and you know the money's safe. Okay. Awesome. Good stuff. I like that. Lightning round time. The lightning round. I am so good at lightning rounds. I majored in lightning rounds. All right. Here we go. Top tips, nuggets of advice, parting words of wisdom. Stephanie Rosario, Frank Charles, Miranda Law. I just want everybody to know that our law firm is always here to help. So no matter what, you need an attorney, um, we're here. We have the best closing agents ever. Um, So we are here to help. Right now, we are trying to help real estate agents, the realtors. Um, We have a transaction management that is $100 for each file. So if you're a realtor out there and you are overwhelmed, give us a call. We're here to help. 813-254-2637, extension 3. Awesome. Great stuff. Lauren Frieder. I'm going to give you another pro se tip for court. We talked about not interrupting the judge, but no insults or personal attacks on opposing counsel. The best way to win your case is stick to the most favorable facts of your case that apply to the law. Once you start putting in little digs and attacking opposing counsel or the judge, because I see pro se people do that all the time. No one's listening. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe that. You know, people coming into court, taking shots at the judge or <laughs> You'd be surprised. You know, the oh counsel. <laughs> I mean, that's you're just inciting a riot right there, Absolutely. man. You're, you're starting something that you don't want to do. And, uh, yeah, you got to use that tactical empathy. You've got to use the negotiation. you got to bite your tongue, slow it down. Absolutely. And uh, utilize, you know, the, the, the best that you can, uh, manners and, and all of that good stuff. That's uh, So, hey, a great show today. It was awesome tips and a lot of, uh, you know, asking attorneys type tips here uh, on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stephanie Rosario, thanks for coming in. Lauren Frieder as well to our whole team out there putting the show together. We really appreciate you. All of our viewers, our listeners out there on Apple TV, Amazon, Roku as well uh, for our TV show. Please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Pack up some food or clothing, carry it with you to and from your commute, and hand it to that person that you see in need. Be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on AM. 1380 The Biz